0: Five little ducks went out one day Over the hills and far away Mother duck said quack, 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 quack But only four little ducks came back This is Rumble with Michael Moore and I'm Michael Moore trying to find some duck music songs about ducks in honor of the lame duck session that Congress will now enter between now and January 3rd when the new Congress uh, takes over. But uh, it was the best I could do. I did find some good duck calls, though. Lots of good quacking on the internet if you want to go look for it. So we're going to talk about that here in just a couple minutes, about what the Senate and the House and you and I can do in these remaining 43 days or so where we are still in charge, where we hold all the reins of power in the Senate, the House, the White House. And we need to take strong advantage of that for the good of this country, because as we now have learned that the Republicans have scraped by and they're going to have a very anemic majority, one of the smallest ever in the House of Representatives beginning in January. They still don't have the final number yet. They're still projecting Republicans 221, Democrats 214, difference of seven votes. Or when you're voting on a bill or whatever, that means any four people can change their vote and it goes the other way. So I wrote my uh, Substack column on uh, Friday talking about how we can work around, get around, and hope for the fact that the Republicans may not maintain their control of the House for these next two years. I lay out a whole bunch of different reasons on how that could change and that we don't need to sign off on the fact that we're stuck with them for the next two years. So if you get a chance, it's called Mike's Midterm Tsunami Truth number 43. It's on my website, michaelmoore.com. It's one of our midterm tsunami series. Just a few more to do before things wrap up. We wanna get through the Georgia runoff race, December 6th. And please, my friends, even though I feel very confident that Senator Warnock is going to be reelected, he needs our help, people of Georgia need our help, and uh, we need to do everything we can. So you know all the methods, all the things to do now in terms of phone calls, postcards, going to Georgia, sending them a check, do whatever you're able to do, what you can do. I know we're all very tired. The election is over, but there is one election day left, at December 6th, in the state of Georgia. Uh, and yes, you know, we don't need that seat because we already have the majority now, but we don't want to go through another 50-50 Senate here, right? We want uh, you know, 51-49 We have a couple of Democratic senators that for these past two years have blocked a lot of good legislation. So the more we have on our side in the Senate, obviously, the better. So please do what you can. The other thing I wanted to mention before we get into the bulk here of what we're going to do today is, I don't know if you saw Nancy Pelosi's speech that she gave stepping down as the leader of the Democrats in the House. She's going to stay in the House, but it was a very powerful, very beautiful speech if you have a chance to watch it i encourage you to do it i'll put up a link here on on the podcast site you know what she did in these last two years i mean she got so much legislation through the house and most of it through the senate not all of it because again of mansion and cinema we didn't get to raise the minimum wage we didn't get to pass something with a paid family leave you know all the things that we still hope to do universal pre-k all that stuff that's okay we'll get there we, we believe me you know where the trend is going it's on our side the majority of americans are with us but a lot of things did get through biden signed a lot of it historians i believe are going to say that no president in their first two years got this much passed through a congress that really wasn't fully his i mean it was and it wasn't right and so it was historic in terms of what took place yet there's a lot of things left behind and this week Just days after they figured out who was going to actually um, control the the Senate, Chuck Schumer, the senator from New York and the Democratic leader of the United States Senate, seems like he had already been talking behind the scenes with a few Republicans, and he got 12 Republicans to join the 50 Democrats in codifying the Supreme Court decision making same-sex marriage legal. That happened back in the Supreme Court of 2015, but then Congress never took it up and never really tried to make it the law of the land. You know, Supreme Court decisions is a a court decision, but to actually, when you say codify it, meaning actually make it the law that, you know, they won't be able to mess with. And so he's in the process of doing that now in this lame duck session. If you don't know what a lame duck session is, it's that period of time between the election and when the new ones take over, whether it's weeks or months later. And in this case, it's the period we're in right now until the 118th Congress is sworn in on uh, Tuesday, January 3rd. So right now, the old Congress where We have a majority of the Senate seats and where we have a majority of the House seats, like I said, we still hold the reins of power here, which means we can pass any damn thing we want through the House and the Senate, and then Biden can sign it. We could do that. It's legal. And it's been done by Democrats and Republicans all through our history. They take advantage of those last six weeks, two months to get their last hurrah through the things that they care about and they want to have happen. And so that's the moment we're in. And What I want to do here on uh, today's uh, podcast is take a look at the bills that I think have the best shot at getting passed in the next 40-plus days, right here, while we're in the 117th Congress, because once this Congress ends on January 3rd, that's it. All those bills that the House passed have to be reintroduced and voted again in a House that the Democrats won't control. So that's why in these 40 days, we take some of the bills that the House has passed, some incredible legislation, and see what we can get passed in the Senate. And they will have a very difficult time undoing this because anything they pass in the new Congress with these few Republicans that are going to be barely in charge of the House, if for some reason they're able to pass a bill, President Biden is going to veto it. So he's not going to allow any of them to undo what we do in the next 43 days. This is kind of a good thing for us right now. And we should act on it. Now, our history as you know, people who are liberals, Democrats, uh, whatever, our history is not very good because this takes work, takes courage, takes uh, Republicans getting angry and going on Fox News and everything. And so what? We legally hold all the power right now. And we legally can make these bills. And most have already been passed by the House. We don't have to go through all hearings and everything. They've been passed. They're just sitting in a queue, in a line, over on the Senate side, for the Senate to vote up or down on whether or not to make these bills the law of the land. And I say, that's what we do. That's how we spend these 43 days. Let's do this now. Why put it off? Why risk it? Some of these take, like I said, 60 votes to pass in the Senate because we've got this stupid filibuster, but why not give it a shot? If we'd listened to all the people that told us we had no shot at preventing the red wave, the Republican landslide of 2022, we never would have done any of the work we did to stop that from happening. So while we're on a roll, let's be on a roll. Let's keep this going. So I realize some of these things on this list are a long shot, but call me crazy, I think we have a chance if we do the Chuck Schumer way here, have him do the same magic that he did over the past week, getting same-sex marriage codified, making it the law of the land. Why not do the same for some of these other things? And I know there's a long wish list. There's a whole bunch of things that didn't get passed in this Congress, things that, oh, why don't they just get past it now? We know that's not going to happen. If they don't already have something through at least one of the houses, chances are not good. Not good when you only have 40 days. So we put the wish list away to the next Congress, till we're back in charge again. And some of these things don't have anything to do with the Congress at all. The Equal Rights Amendment has already been passed by the required 38 states. We've been waiting for President Biden to tell the National Archivist to officially emblazon it in the United States Constitution. That's something that Biden has to, and the Archivist, they have to do that. So we have to pressure them on that. There are other things that would require a constitutional amendment. That's not going to happen in 40 days. So I've, I know I haven't picked some things. And sadly, what would be number one at the top of this list would be abortion, abortion rights. But of course, the Democrats have had 49 years since the Supreme Court decision of Roe v. Wade making abortion legal. They have 49 years to also make it the law of the land. And they didn't do it. That's not going to happen in 40 days. So here's a few things that I think we can make happen. And I guess really for this episode, I'm really talking to the Democrats in the Senate, the House, and Vice President Harris and I'm asking you on behalf of the millions of people who follow me on social media, the 600 and some thousand who subscribe to my Substack column, which is where you find the tsunamis of truth right now, and the people who listen to this podcast. So we're talking about a lot of people here, and, and so if anybody who works for a senator, or if you are a senator, especially a Democratic senator, This episode is really for you. Everybody else is going to listen in, and hopefully they're going to call you or email you or stop by your office and ask that you please, please, right now, pass these bills and do just what Chuck Schumer did where he got through formal legalization of same-sex marriage. They'll have their final vote on that, I think, this coming Tuesday, and that will be that. I mean, they did this within days after the election was over. Let's do it again and let's do it now. We can legally do it now and it's done all the time. Every two years, this happens. And I'm kind of almost begging you to take advantage of this great moment where we can pass some very important things. So I'm going to, I have a little list. It's not a long list, but it's a list that I think you can get, and I'll bet you there are some Republicans in the Senate that are are going to say, you know what, just like with the, the same-sex marriage thing that you got them on board with here this week, that they're going to go, you know what, Medicare should pay for that hearing aid that our grandfather needs. We should extend the child tax credit. These are really basic human things. These aren't Democratic Republican things. So let me just take a minute here to thank the underwriter for today's episode. And I'm going to come back and I've got a really good short list here of what we can have as law by January 3rd, if we all buck up and make this happen. So before I do that, just let me first thank my underwriter, you regular listeners of this podcast. You've heard me talk about Shopify before and thanking them for supporting our podcast, supporting my voice. It's much, much appreciated. Shopify is the all-in-one e-commerce platform that actually helped me launch our online store here for Rumble, the More Store. And if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. We've got t-shirts and ball caps and hoodies and coffee mugs, and a portion of the proceeds goes to groups that are trying to bring civics classes back into our public schools, and it goes to groups that are ending or trying to end voter suppression. If you have an idea for your own online shop, whether it's for yourself or maybe it's for your school, your band, your small business, Shopify makes it easy to set up shop and sell to anyone from anywhere. You can customize your store to fit your own style. Shopify offers 24-7 support and free business courses to help you succeed at this. So when you're ready to bring your own online shop to life, do it with Shopify. Just sign up for a free trial right now at shopify.com slash rumble. And rumble is in all lowercase. You go to shopify.com slash rumble, lowercase rumble, so that you can start selling online online today. Shopify.com slash rumble. And Shopify is S-H-O-P-I-F-Y. It's a cool thing. Check it out. I use them for our more store. Shopify.com slash rumble. Okay. So there are a number of bills that Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in the house have passed in the last two years. They then send them over to the Senate and they have just sat there in the timeout room waiting for the Senate to bring them up for a vote. Now, you know, yes, some of this is difficult because they need the 60 votes, not 51. Some of it's difficult because there are two Democratic senators who have been obstructionist. But we should have the votes for most of this. Let me just tell you what we've got here. It seems like the easiest one, as I'm looking at the list here, the easiest one should be able to pass because they already got 12 Republicans willing to say yes to same-sex marriage. You have to stop and think about that for a few minutes, right? Because it wasn't that long ago you wouldn't find a Republican within 50 miles of talking about same-sex marriage. Anyways, so the Equality Act was passed by the House in the last two years here, and the Equality Act gives the same civil rights that are in the civil rights legislation, the Civil Rights Act, that's mostly benefiting people of color so that they're not discriminated against. It's a non discriminatory bill. There's this new Equality Act that just extends those same civil rights to the LGBTQ plus community. That's it. All that bill says is they get civil rights too. The same ones, the same ones everybody else gets. That's it. It just puts it in writing that you cannot discriminate. Against people, because they are not of the same orientation that you are. And it seems like I mean the vast majority of Americans, you look at any of the polls, they support gay rights by a very large majority. They support same sex marriage. This should be a no brainer. So Senator Schumer and the others of you, now you the various people in the Senate have had time to call their fellow senators to be sure and listen to what Michael Moore is saying right now, because it seems like he may be speaking on behalf of uh, tens of millions of people. So, (laughs) so anyways, this is it. This is all you have to do sometime in the next week, step up to the podium and begin the vote and then start the roll call to pass the equality act that extends civil rights to the LGBTQ plus community. Of Americans no-brainer that should be the law of the land before January 3rd and by the way so that you don't have to take notes while you're listening to this I will have this list put on my website on the Substack site and maybe we'll have just a a little cheat sheet right here on the podcast site so don't, don't worry about having to write this down now okay let me give you a few more these are already passed by the house sitting in the waiting room in the Senate for somebody to just stand up and say, let's vote. HR 1 and HR 4, that's House Resolution 1 and House Resolution 4, already passed by the House. And what do they do? These are the two great bills that will fix our election system. HR 1 has a lot of the things we did in Michigan when we put it in our Constitution back in 2018. We went to the polls and passed constitutional ballot measure. And H.R. 1 does everything from outlawing, gerrymandering, voter suppression. It allows for same-day registration. You can register on the day of the election. You can get a mail-in ballot, and you don't have to prove that you're sick or elderly or whatever. Anybody could get a a mail-in ballot. And it just makes voting easier, which it should be in a democracy, this is a very, that's why they introduced it as H.R. 1, and it passed overwhelmingly. And now it has to pass the Senate. And when it does, the minute it does, law of the land. Imagine how far this can go to stopping the racist gerrymandering and the, the way they carve up the map. I mean, a lot of the reasons the Democrats didn't win was because of this crazy gerrymandering and the way the districts were formed for this election. H.R. 4 is what's called the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. What this does is back in, I think, 2012, the Supreme Court essentially threw out much of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, all the protections and provisions. This puts it back in. This protects people's right to vote, especially when it comes to race. H.R. 4 the John Lewis Voting Rights Act there is no excuse not to pass HR1 and HR4. Now the Republicans may throw a, a cow here. what do you throw when you throw a throw a fit? I guess you could throw a fit and a cow. They're going to say, oh no the, the you got to have 60 votes for this the filibuster filibuster rule and they may get away with it the parliamentarian of the Senate may say yeah well you know I guess you do. Or, before that, the Democrats could change the rules. They have the right to do it. The filibuster isn't in the Constitution. They have the votes, just just get rid of the filibuster or change it in some way that allows bills like this that have already passed one of the houses to pass the Senate. This is a moral imperative, these two pieces of voting rights legislation. And we are going to suffer again in 2024 if we allow the Republicans to get away with this. Number three. So they finally passed a cap on the cost of insulin for old people here. So can't charge pharmacy. Nobody can charge more than $35 a month if you're on insulin because you have diabetes. That was a good thing to help the elderly. But originally in the bill, it was for everybody because the cost of a vial of insulin is like nothing. And yet they charge hundreds of dollars for this, these pharmaceutical companies. This is again, not the way it happens in other democracies. It's already been passed in the House. It's already been extended. The Senate can say a $35 cap on the monthly insulin charge for anybody in this country. Anybody, $35, the kind of help that that gives a struggling family, a middle-class family, it means a lot. And all you have to do, senators who are listening to me right now, is just vote yes. You got the 50 votes and you've got the vice president as the tie-breaking vote. Why hasn't this been done already? I know you're thinking, that these, these guys, this is what, Mike, you're already giving them three things to do. It's too much. And they are not inclined to do it unless they hear from us and they hear the rabble rousing going on. Then they start to think, oh, well, you know, those who weren't up for re-election this year, like Mansion and Cinema, are going to be up in two years, in 2024. So they might want to listen to us. Number four, immigration reforms and DACA protections. DACA is what they call the kids who were were kids. They came here. They're not legally citizens, but they've grown up here since they were babies. And Obama did get something passed to protect them, but it wasn't permanent. They need the permanent protection. And we need other immigration reforms. And there's a really good bill that Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats passed in this Congress here in these last two years. And it's sitting there in the Senate, waiting for a vote. Why not do that? Protect the DACA kids. Again, that's just the humane thing to do. And by the way, if I could just point out, um, for those of you who can't stand the idea of immigrants all of a sudden, even though this country, other than those whose ancestors were enslaved human beings or the original peoples that were here on this land, everybody else is the product of an immigrant. There are currently approximately 11 million jobs that are not filled in this country right now because they don't have the people to fill them. Isn't this a time when we should be encouraging immigration? Don't we need help? 11 million jobs not filled? Just saying, DACA and immigration. Okay, here's an easy one. Extend the child tax credit. Now the child tax credit, this is an interesting one, which started back uh, uh, when the pandemic began, and it became very popular for working families. That, you know, it's not cash being sent to them, it just allows them, when they claim their deductions, they get a little extra help during this time that we're in, the Child Tax Credit Act. So it was passed by the House as part of the Build Back Better Act, and of course as you know that failed in the Senate and the House Democrats right now they're fighting to get this included in the you know usual end of the year tax bill that before the end of every year has to get passed they're working to insert that in there right now we should support them in doing that of course if they do that then we'll be looking at mansion and cinema again but they said they only had a problem if there wasn't a way to pay for it Well, we know how to pay for these things. Make the rich pay their fair share of taxes. All right? They need to be convinced by President Biden in the same way he convinced them to vote for these other bills uh, to vote for to extend the Child Tax Credit Act. That's number five. Okay, here's an easy one. Number six, expand Medicare to cover hearing aids, dental, and glasses. That got cut out of one of those... Bills. I don't. I don't know why. Um, as a sort of a consolation prize before the election, they did vote to allow hearing aids now to be sold over the counter. You know, it not need a prescription. They don't have to be these things that cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. But if they don't need to cost hundreds of dollars, then why don't we do this like other democracies that have true universal health care and just make these inexpensive but fine hearing aids glasses. And the dental work that old, I mean, what are the three things that old people need the most (laughs) if you just stop and think about it, right? I mean, as you get older, you have lots of things that go wrong and the body starts to, you know, come apart. But can we all agree that helping the elderly to hear, to see, and to chew? Why does that take any convincing? (laughs) Who are we? The richest country on earth? And we don't provide the help that our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents need so that they could hear and see and eat? Come on, let's make this happen. But I don't even know why I even need to plead this case. God, they're gonna dig this podcast up like a hundred years from now and they're gonna go. They had this guy, Michael Moore, he was like having to beg beg the liberal, so-called liberal party, to please find the time in the next 43 days to let old people see, hear, and chew. Boy, he really, he was quite a demanding fellow, wasn't he? (laughs) All right. Number seven. Um, Only have three left here. Number seven the House and the Senate have both introduced something called the Trade Adjustment Assistance Act. What this does is it helps out workers who've lost their jobs because the jobs have been shipped overseas. It's to provide money for in those industries, help to retrain them in other professions, other careers, and just general transitionary fund to help them get through till they get their next job. It also helps a lot of the Cities that have been wrecked by our deindustrialization and the moving of jobs overseas, places like Detroit, Gary, Indiana, East St. Louis, the places around the country that have really suffered as a result of job loss. The Trade Adjustment Assistance Act helps both the workers and the communities who have, they've seen some pretty dark times lately. Number eight, I already mentioned this one earlier, end the filibuster. It's a rule. That's all it is. It's a a Senate rule. It's not in the Constitution. It's not the law. Get rid of it. It has nothing to do with democracy. People voted for democracy in this election, and they should listen to the people. Get rid of the filibuster. It's anti-democracy. We need to get rid of the electoral college or find a different way. Uh, to count the votes where the president is decided by the popular vote, that's democracy. The way we do it now, not democracy. Democrats, come on, have the courage and the filibuster. The last one, number nine, that I'd like to ask your help on, this is sort of a personal one. So I'm asking it as a favor and I'm asking it for not a friend, but many friends who suffered as a result of when General Motors went bankrupt back in 2009, and President Obama and Joe Biden came to the rescue, not of the workers, not of the union, but of General Motors. They saved General Motors and Chrysler, which, yes, of course, they provide the jobs, but as part of the deal, the union had to agree to cut the wages quite drastically of all new employees. Any new hires would be making a lot less money. And they also... This is especially for people who were near retirement. They cut their pension. They got rid of the pension that they have been paying into all those years, 30, 40 years of working in the factory. There went the pension in order to salvage the company to get them out of bankruptcy. They threw the older workers' pensions under the bus. And this was for actually only one specific division of General Motors, that this happened to, and it's the Delphi division. Delphi used to be called AC Spark Plug. Then it was called AC Delco, and then it was finally changed to Delphi. Delphi makes the parts, especially the smaller parts that go into the General Motors cars, like the spark plugs and the dashboard and the other instruments, the lights, things like that. The reason why this is personal is this, this, this is the factory my father worked in, the Delphi, the AC Spark Plug factory that was in Flint. I mean, they have factories all over the country, but this was his job for about 35 years. You know, of course, he long retired and was not affected by this and no longer with us, sadly, but but all the people he worked with, they all had their pensions taken away from them. That's their money. They paid into that. They bargained for it with the company. So when the company threw all of their stupid mistakes that made them go bankrupt, the workers have to suffer. So there's been a bill passed by the House to say, you know what? We need to make up for this for those who are still alive, who didn't get their pension because of a deal we, the United States government, made with General Motors. You know, we should have protected them. That money essentially was stolen from these workers. So that's a bill that's sitting in the Senate waiting room, waiting to be passed. All the Democrats all these pro-union Democrats in the United States Senate, all they've got to do this week, next week, a week later, stand up on the floor of the United States Senate and say yes to this bill that's already been passed in the House. 50 votes plus the vice president takes care of these elderly people whose pension was taken away from them when the government cut the deal with General Motors to save General Motors. That's it. That's the my number nine. Okay, I know that is a long list. I said it was going to be a short list, but it's shorter than what I mean. There's so many more bills that Pelosi and the Democrats passed in the House in these last two years that are just you know sitting there becoming stale and old, and some of them are probably already vaporized by now. But for those of you listening to this, if you could just drop a note to your senator. Or make a phone call and, and just say, hey, you know, um, there are some bills waiting to be passed in the Senate that have already passed the House, and you can legally pass them now before January 3rd. These can be the law of the land. The Equality Act, extending civil rights to the LGBTQ plus community. The Child Tax Credit Act, extend it, come on. Let's make it easy on parents with kids. Expand Medicare to include hearing aids, dental work, and eyeglasses. An end to gerrymandering. Protection for the DACA kids. A $35 cap on insulin for everyone. End the filibuster. And help out the men and women who used to work with Mike's dad in the factory there in Flint and anywhere else where the Delphi factories are across the country. Give them their pension back. It's their money. You can't steal it from them. That's why the House passed this as a bill. Make it the law. Right? Senators or Senate staff who are listening to this, do this. Thank you for getting the same-sex marriage decision by the court now codified in the final vote coming up this week. Thank you for that. But damn, if you could do that in just the days after the election, you could do some of this too. I know maybe you can't do all of it. I, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving and I, I, I get it. All right. We're in the fight of our lives here right now with the other side. And they're coming in with cruel intentions. The very least... That the Democrats can do right now is simply pass these bills to help make it easier on the elderly, on those who are not white, on children. The ones that we can make happen, let's make them happen. Let's do it now. Let's do it quick. Let the Republicans wail and moan and complain and whatever. Who cares? They haven't even seen the fight that's in us yet what they're going to face in these next couple of years. Let's give them a little coming attraction. Help me out here. Call these senators' offices. Drop them a note. Push, push, push. Yes, our spirits are lifted by the fact that we stopped the red wave. The Republicans feel embarrassed and humiliated. They bragged about how many seats they were in. 50, 60 seats, new seats in the House. They're trying to scrape by. With six or seven. Okay. They got the message, some of them. And perhaps some of them will realize they better do some good things. You know, make themselves look good to try to get reelected. Let old people see and hear and chew. How about that? You want to be known for something to help yourself get reelected? We hold the power in our hands when you hold the power and you want to do good with that power. You want to help your fellow Americans. Why wouldn't you use that power? You owe it to us. That's why you're there to serve us. We know what you've done in the past in just even the last 10 or 20 years. Some of the awful things you've done, 29 of you, democratic senators voted to support Bush and sending troops to invade Iraq under the guise of Saddam Hussein had something to do with 9-11 when he had nothing to do with it, or that he had weapons of mass destruction, which he had none of. A war, like many of our wars, built on a lie, a lie supported by many, many Democratic senators. And we can take that charge to you all the way back to Vietnam but I'm not going to get into that right now. I'm just saying we're paying attention. You have a newly activated electorate, many new voters, many people. You're going to want their votes in 2024. Show them the courage you have right now to come forward and say, yes, say yes to these nine pieces of legislation. What better thing to do during this holiday season than to stand up for those who are the least among us, who have it the hardest. At the very least, I think it might make you feel good. It might be a good way to ring out this old year. That's it for today. Thanks everybody for listening. Please do your part in convincing our Democratic senators to act like Democrats and make these various bills the law of the land in their lame duck session lame ducks can fly just saying well sad mother duck went out one day over the hills and far away mother duck said quack quack and all of the five little duckies came back. Thanks to my producer and editor, Angela Vargos, and everybody else who helps me in supporting this podcast. It's much appreciated. And if you're in a little state of shock because... I've done two podcasts in the last four days or so. I love this podcast, and I'm sorry I had to I had to focus so much of my time and attention on getting out the vote. And, I, and then I got COVID, and I, I just couldn't do everything. But I'm good now. We're good. We did something good here on November 8th. But there's more work to do. And we can do it. And we can have fun doing it. Thanks, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.